Welcome to the Victorious Life broadcast. How are you tonight? And welcome to those of you who will watch the replay or perhaps hear this on the podcast or wherever you may happen to hear it, whenever you may happen to see or hear it. Welcome, welcome. So in this broadcast, the Lord put it on my heart to speak to you about not throwing your hope away. Let Christ be your anchor of hope. You know, with everything that's going on in the world today, you know, I can honestly tell you I've stopped watching a lot of the news for the most part. I will go, for example, on Facebook news and get headlines and things like that. And then sometimes I may watch the news just for like a few minutes, but I'm nothing like before because, you know, just even skimming through headlines I feel like I'll get what I need to get. And if there's something important, the Lord's not going to let me miss anything. I've already asked him, you know, Lord, don't let me miss anything. And I trust him. And that alone, you know, and I've said this before, but when your faith is, when you're at rest, your faith is at work. Faith, I'm talking about truly trusting, being confident in what you ask of the Lord that it is done. It, he hears. Remember, he hears the prayers of the righteous. And if Christ is in you, if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you are the righteous. Okay. But talking about, um, um, you know, not casting away your hope. Don't ever, you don't ever, ever have to lose hope over anything. You know, when I ask the Lord, what what do you want me to talk about? What is your message for, for the people tonight? And well, actually it wasn't tonight. It was just a couple of days ago even. I said, what, it, what do you want the message to be? I knew it was about hope. Don't let your hope, you know, be thrown away. Don't lose hope. That's what the Holy Spirit was saying. And so, you know, as I was pondering it, the message didn't change. It was still hope. He's He's talking to you tonight. Whatever it is that maybe you're, maybe you've been um, discouraged, or maybe you've, you know, a lot of times people say, Well, I've been believing for. Remember, your faith is at work when you believe that you've already received when you asked. Okay, wow, Holy Spirit, thank you. The Lord's showing me something here. It's like when you use your authority over sickness, for example, right? When you speak, you believe, you speak, boom, instantly that power of God is released. It's in motion. It's at work. And the Holy Spirit was literally just showing me that when you ask the Father, right, you're asking for, you know, something you're asking. He says, whatever you ask in prayer, believe you have received it. Just like, so when you spoke and you know he heard you and he always hears the prayers of the righteous, this is the word of God. Okay, how do I know that? Because if Christ is in you, when you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, the Father is looking right at you because he sees his son in you. So the prayers of the righteous, right? You're that. Listen, if you're, if you're, if the Christ is in you and your heart is for God, Whatever you're praying or asking the Father for, believe you've received it. You're going to be praying in accordance with God's will, right? If if Jesus is really the Lord of your life, because if you asked something that wasn't in accordance with God's will, 
I think the Holy Spirit would show you right away, like, uh, no, you've got to know the word of God, though, to know the mind of God, right? But the Holy Spirit will show you. Okay, I feel like I'm going in different directions here, but hang on one second. Hmm. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. So just like, again, using that authority, once you've spoken and the power of God is released, it's going to accomplish what it was set to do. And the only thing that can change that is your agreement with something else, saying something different, coming into agreement with something different than what you released. Okay. So when you ask the father, this, this God is so good. He's showing me this right now. So that as an example for you, so that you know, he is your anchor. He does hear your prayers. Now, when it comes to healing the sick, remember, that's something where you need to use your authority because that's something from the devil. What I'm talking about is look at how Jesus spoke with the father and communed with the father, right? In communication, father, open the eyes of their understanding. Father, let it be, you know, that we'll all be in unity, that they'll be in unity with us. Look, father, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world. You know, stop. Just look at the way Jesus spoke with the Father. But when it came to the devil and the works of the devil and healing or sickness or whatever it was, cast it out. Jesus never asked the Father to do it. He, he knew he had the authority to do it. Why? Because number one, he knew he was God's son. Are you God's son or daughter? If you have Christ in you, yes, the answer is yes. And Jesus said, I've given you right? My authority. I've given you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the devil. He said, and nothing, no thing is nothing shall by any means harm you when you use that authority you've been given. Okay. So, all right, let's go back to this. So the reason that you don't give up hope is because Jesus is Lord. And let me tell you something, God sees you and he loves you. And if Jesus is in you, right? The spirit of Christ is in you. I am, how do I say this? You are God's son or daughter and God cares about every aspect of your life. There is nothing that is too small that he doesn't care about. When you speak and your conversations with other people, he cares, he's listening. He's listening. And if you're saying something that you shouldn't say, the Holy Spirit will try to stop you. This just happened to me today. And I overrode it. And then I felt sick to my stomach. I was like, oh, uh, uh, you know, and then literally in my car driving, I was like, Lord, I repent. I'm sorry. And I meant it. And it took me a few minutes because I kept saying, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I overrode. Let me never override the Holy Spirit again, ever. Like if he, if I start to say something and he says, no, I want to say no. Okay. Cancel. I no, And just, that's it. You know, thank God for the Holy Spirit. And then, you know, so I repented. I was like, Lord, thank you. Thank you. I am cleansed by the blood of Jesus. And you know, I'm already forgiven. I'm in right standing with God, but repentance is critical so that the devil has nothing he can use against you. No open doors. We want no open doors. Okay. All right. 
So the scripture says in Psalm 55, 22, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. You know, when I, I read stuff like that, or like, for example, this scripture, and I'm meditating on it, and I'm saying, wow, Lord, because in my mind, I'm kind of just breaking it up piece by piece. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. So here's the thing. He's not going to sustain you if you truly don't cast your care on him, right? How do you cast your care on the Lord? You literally give it whatever it is to him, and you say, Lord, I'm trusting you. Maybe it's something about one of your children, you know, one of your kids, maybe they're older, maybe they're grown, maybe they're wayward, maybe they're not doing right. That's something where, listen, that's your blood and you can bind the devil. Satan, I bind you by the spirit of God in Jesus name and I command you to leave my son, leave my daughter. And Lord, I ask you to fill him or her with your spirit. Lord, open the eyes of their understanding and Satan, I bind you and I command you to stay away from them in Jesus name. And then your Lord, wow, that was for somebody. And then you're saying, Lord, show them, show them, Lord, let open their, the eyes of their understanding. Do you see how you're using your authority, but you're also praying for them according to the will of God, of your father in heaven? He will answer that prayer. Listen, give the Lord time, okay? And don't start spewing out of your mouth. Once you ask the Lord for them, don't turn around and tell somebody, oh, they're just messing up and oh, they're, what are you doing? What are you doing? You just asked the Lord, right? Trust him. So the scripture, right? It says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. But if you're, asking him. And then you just, okay, Lord, I trust you. I'm going to leave it there. You're not going to go spewing off to somebody about what they're doing after you just asked the Lord, right? This is important. This is really, really important. Okay. And you know that. Hang on one second. He will never let the righteous be shaken. So here's the thing. If you're truly trusting in the Lord, he's heard, he's answered. However long it takes for you to see it, you believe him. As long as you believe him, your faith is at work because you are resting. He will sustain you. He will keep you in peace as you trust him. And not only that, but as you're trusting him, that faith is literally, literally a force that is at work. That's awesome. Okay. And then keep your mind in agreement. Keep your mouth in agreement. Say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I trust you. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. Right? That's it. Satan, you cannot have my son. You cannot have my daughter. You will not and you cannot. You get out in Jesus' name. And you say, I speak life, the spirit of the Lord, Father. That's when you ask the Father for them. Wow. I did not even intend to go off in this direction, but I always let the Holy Spirit have full reign of this broadcast. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Thank you. And you know, the Holy Spirit always glorifies Jesus. And then God the Father is glorified through 
Christ by the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. All right. Thank you, Lord. And then 1 Peter 5, 7 in the New Living Translation says, give all your worries and care to God for he cares for you, right? He cares about you. And another translation says, for he watches over you. He cares for you affectionately. And it's true. He loves you. He loves you. And he cares about every detail of your life. I'm, I'm telling you, he does. He cares. He loves you. All right. Get into agreement with him. Let let him love you. Okay. God gave his only son to the world for the world, right? He gave his only son to the world, but not everyone receives Jesus. That's a shame. Okay. Then Jesus gave himself for the world. God gave his son to the world. Then Jesus gave himself for the world. Oh my gosh. The word of God says he himself Christ Jesus took our infirmities. He bore our sicknesses. He came to heal our brokenheartedness. Don't cast your hope away. You know, I remember 20 years ago when it was the worst time of my life, you know, other than when my mom passed almost three years ago. But in 1999, it was the worst year of my life. I had gone through divorce. I hit rock bottom in my emotions. I felt like I was five pounds away from death because I just couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't think straight. I could, you know, I, I, I did go to work and I did my job, but I would be in the bathroom crying every 15 minutes. And I remember one night being so crushed and broken hearted. And I remember crying, crying till I felt like I, well, I did cry so much during that time that my tear ducts dried up. I literally popped a blood vessel in my eye from crying so much. I had lost my singing voice. And it's funny because now I speak, right? So I have the voice for that, for the Lord. And I feel like I can only carry a tune when I'm singing to him. <laughs> Truth. It's amazing. My husband doesn't ever believe that I ever really sang. I used to win like talent shows and all the stuff. I wanted to be a singer one day. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Back to the brokenheartedness. I was so brokenhearted. And I remember that night I had a dream and I journaled then, you know, very heavily during that time. And it's good to journal, especially it's good to journal all the time, but especially if you're going through stuff, I, oh my gosh, I filled, I think like three journals, but anyway, this one night I was, and I had a dream and in the dream, there was a really tall, tall, tall angel. I believe it's one of my angels. And then there was a really long table and the angel was standing here. And then there was a really long table and there was all, there were all these crumbs, little crumbs, like of bread all on this table. And that angel spoke to me in the dream. And he said, Lisa, don't let your, I remember this. He said, don't let your hopes and dreams be scattered like the crumbs on this table. That's all he said. And I was like, wow, don't let your hope be scattered. Your hopes and dreams be scattered like the crumbs on this table. In other words, he was telling me, God sees me, hold on. He's got something for me. He's, he's bringing me out of this. And I would read the word all the time. Anyway, I wanted to share that with you because 
I believe that there are some watching, you know, you might be watching and you might be shattered in your heart right now over something. And I can only tell you, I know how that feels. But God doesn't want you to lose hope. Don't let your hopes and dreams be scattered like the crumbs on that table that I saw. You know, God wants you to hold on to him as your anchor, Christ, Christ Jesus. Hold on to Christ Jesus. And if you never have known to do that, you know, maybe you're brand new watching the broadcast tonight. Maybe you've never even heard anything like this before. Maybe church has hurt you. You know, I, I I speak to a lot of people that, you know, on the street where they, and they're just like, oh, I went to church. I don't, you know, like they don't, the church is judgmental. I don't want anything to do with it. Okay. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a person. His name is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Don't, don't look at human beings in a church building. Maybe they've judged, maybe they misrepresented God. You know, Moses misrepresented God at one time and he wasn't able to enter the promised land because of it, because he showed anger toward the people and God didn't want that. Well, he struck the rock twice. God told him, speak to the rock and water would come forth. But instead in his anger, he struck the rock twice and God said, you misrepresented me to the people. And because of that, you will not enter into the promised land. And Moses, you know, Anyway, so that's what I'm saying is that people don't always represent God the way they should. But what I'm the message that God has for you tonight is don't look at human beings or even the past. The devil is a liar. He wants you to think that you have no hope and that there is no hope for you. It's a lie. No matter what. And I mean, no matter what you have been through, no matter what. That's why this broadcast is called The Victorious Life. Because in order for me to talk about vic victory and victorious things, I've had to have been through some battles. For there to be victory, there needs to have been, that means there's been battles. And I mean, oh, I could share with you the battles. And, you know, those of you who have followed for a while, you know some of the battles that I've been through with family, with all kinds of stuff, you know. So, but the bottom line is God loves you. He sent Jesus for you, but will you receive him, right? He sent Jesus, well, let me rephrase that. He sent Jesus to you. Jesus gave himself for you. Will you receive him? And I mean, for real, <laughs> If you're going through stuff, he's waiting there with open arms for you. He's saying, just turn to me. Just call out to me. I'm right here. And, he, you know, he's close to the brokenhearted, just so you know. He's close to the brokenhearted. And when you don't know what to do and you feel like all hope is gone or you're in trouble, you call on the Lord. He says, I will rescue you in times of trouble call on him but go with go to him with a pure heart and say Jesus I want you to be the lord of my life teach me your ways I'm sorry for my sins 
You could do this with me right now is actually, why are we going to wait? If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's do this right now because he loves you and he wants to heal you and he wants to help you and to bring you out of whatever situation you might be in right now that is oppressing you. Okay. And once you make Jesus the Lord of your life, you've got to find out your rights. You've got rights in the kingdom of God. I would tell you, get an easy to read Bible, like the new living translation. And I suggest go on YouTube. I've got hundreds of videos at this point. Just look at the subject lines and start listening and watching. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, right? Faith itself comes by hearing, but hearing, hearing for like the spirit, hearing God comes from, from hearing the word of God. Okay. So, all right. Water again. Mm. Excuse me. Thank you. Wow. You know, I had a whole message prepared, but the Lord went in this other direction. Oh, let's pray. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Let's do that right now. Just with your whole heart. God knows if you mean it, you can't fool God. Just say right now with your whole heart, say, Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. I know that you died for me and you paid for my sins forever on that cross. I know that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways and help me to live for you. And Lord, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Pour your Holy Spirit upon me and fire so I can live for you and represent you well on this earth. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. If you just prayed that with your whole heart, Welcome to the family of God. I am so happy for you. Ah, Jesus said, anyone who calls upon me in no way will I cast out. That's our wonderful, precious Jesus who shed every ounce of his blood for you so you could be healed spirit, soul, and body. He's a good, good God. God is a good, good father. And Jesus is a wonderful, wonderful son, Lord, big brother. Awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, we only have a few minutes left, but I want to, I want to just share a couple more things here. Okay. Um, let's see. Just remember that God loves you. He loves you and he cares about the smallest details of your life. He does. But Jesus wants you to use the authority he's given you when it comes to things of the devil, oppression, depression, sickness, you know. And, and for those of you who might be in fear, listen, I just want to let you know there's a resource on my website. It's 47 bucks. It's called Fear No More. And it's a total of four videos. I think it's four videos. It's a total of a little bit over an hour. And I show you 
how to literally send the spirit of anxiety and fear running in 20 seconds or less. Literally, literally, you do not have to live in fear. You don't, and, and, and I teach you about authority in there as well and how to use your authority. It will bless your socks off. Or somebody said, bless my socks on. <laughs> somebody said last time. I was like, oh, that's great. Okay. So again, let's just, let's go into um, healing for a couple minutes. Okay. Because this is so important because somebody might be saying, well, but how do I use my authority? You believe and you speak. Okay, wherever you see an injustice, somebody is sick, or maybe you're not feeling well. I had somebody email me this morning. Can you know they have a fever? Can I pray with you? I didn't have time to get them, but they've been watching my videos for a long time. You have authority. All you have to do in the name of Jesus, Satan out like literally get out. Faith follows your intention. Okay, Jesus healed them with a word out, come out right? Be healed, be cleansed because whatever it is that was his intention. And then he spoke, bam, done. Zero unbelief. That's why things happen so quickly where there is zero unbelief. Your faith, remember faith is, oh, the Holy Spirit showing me this right now. Thank you, Lord. Faith, your faith. I always talk about how your faith is literally a force. So think about this. When you speak and you believe and there's zero doubt, that faith that is a force is, it's like a blast from God's nostrils or that word, boom, whoa, whoo, that is, thank you, Lord. That is so powerful. Zero unbelief, mm, zero unbelief. You know, when Jesus cast, um, the demon out of the epileptic boy, the boy who had epilepsy. He told the disciples, because they said, why couldn't we cast him out? Why couldn't we cast it out, the devil? Okay, Jesus said, because of your unbelief, right? Because where there's unbelief, faith, that faith that's literally a force that pulls the gravity, gravity, think about gravity, gravity. That's how fast that faith can work. If there's zero unbelief, it's like gravity. Granted, though, the lesson is in the fig tree. It withered at the roots first, but it, it, it was dead. The roots, it was dead. And then they saw the whole tree, you know, the fig tree withered, but it withered at the roots. Okay. So the point is faith is a force that pulls like gravity. So where the, oops, I'm messing with my mouse here. Sorry. So where there is zero unbelief, right? That force can be fully at work. Oops, I messed with the mouse. I need to, sorry. It's so funny you say mouse, but I'm talking about this thing. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, I hope that made sense to some people. I hope that made sense to you, not to some people. I hope it made sense to you. Okay. So if you're God's son or daughter, right? You have the same authority that Jesus did. You know what? Let me just minister healing to you right now. I really, you know, I hope that this blessed you tonight. I believe it did. I know it blessed me. And God is just so good. I'm like, Lord, just speak whatever you want to say. And he really wants you to hold on to him and trust him. You know, Proverbs 30 verse 5 says, The Lord is a shield. Think of a shield 
around you. He's a shield to those who trust him. So right now, if you've been struggling with any kind of sickness or fever or, you know, virus or anything, any kind of sickness, listen, we're to, we're to carry on the work that Jesus did, right? Christ in me. I believe, I receive, and that's it, okay? So right now, and please don't say a word. We can, we can praise God, you know, after just, just don't say a word. If you need healing right now, don't pray in tongues. Don't say amen. Don't do anything. Just receive, just receive. So right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I bind you, Satan, by the spirit of God in Jesus name. And I command you under the sound of my voice right now or watching, I command every demon spirit, every unclean spirit to leave you now, to leave your body, to leave your mind. Get out right now. Leave now in Jesus name. And right now I speak life and health to every cell of your body. I speak life, the life of Jesus Christ and the mind of Jesus Christ and the life health. I mean the health, the life of Jesus Christ to your spirit, to your soul and to your physical body right now. Be healed and made whole right now in Jesus' mighty name. Woo! Glory to God and so be it. And you know what? Do something that you couldn't do because right now the word of God has been released. The power of Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit to heal has been released. Did you receive it? Let's praise Jesus. Lord Jesus, we just magnify you. We praise your holy name. We thank you right now, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. And we thank you, Father. May you be glorified right now through your precious son, Jesus, by your Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We give you all honor and glory. Lord Jesus, we magnify your name, the precious, wonderful name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you right now in Jesus' name. Woo! Glory to God. Well, thank you for watching The Victorious Life. And make sure you share this broadcast because so many people need this message. And if you'd like to know more about the ministry, you can visit the website at lisaboldo.com. I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. Share this out and let me know what you took away and let me know what God did for you and how you were healed tonight. So I love you. I bless you. And I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. God bless you.